0: Hey, this is Ollie, and welcome to The Body Reset. This podcast has been built to help career driven professionals and business owners intelligently upgrade their body, energy, and personal performance in the modern world. I want to help uncover some of the core concepts, beliefs, and frameworks that we've used with thousands of clients to navigate health and performance as we age. If you want more like this, simply subscribe so you never miss the newest episode. I uh, wanted to go through today's training of the three layers of digestion. Sorry for coming through a different way. This is supposed to be inside the page, but we got here. Uh, we're now doing it through Zoom just because I want to actually take you through some slides today and walk you through a couple of these different layers. So for anyone watching live, I'd uh, love to know who's on with us uh, just right live below. And if there's any areas of this gut health space that you want to dive into, please do. We uh, continually we we obviously have a platform around uh, gut health that we we talk about a lot, and uh, we're always finding new things to focus on. Always uh, trying to stay up to speed with areas that we really need to address at the you know at the highest level. And the biggest thing that we really start to see is. We keep getting pulled back to gut health. We keep getting pulled back to the, the many, many ways that this is going to impact us from a energy standpoint, from a full metabolic and fat loss aspect, um, immune system, sleep quality, and so many other things. So uh, I want to go through really the bare bas- basics. What do you need to know? What parts of this do you really feel that uh, I feel that you should know, you know, without having ha- have a full degree in this, but just an area that needs to really be that focus. Okay. So just like I said, I'd love to know who's watching with us. Uh, I know this call is something that many people watch on replay. So please just comment replay if you're watching this later on, and then we can start to look at diving into these steps as well. So lovely to have you on. So today I want to go through the three layers of digestion. There's an awareness of how gut health impacts sleep, impacts fat loss, impacts energy, really your overall mood and how you feel on a day basis. So I want to walk you through those layers, uh, understand what components this actually applies to in the real world, and then some action steps of what that actually looks like. We'll keep this really short and sharp, but I really want to give you an awareness of what those steps are and then ultimately being able to walk through that. So to walk through this process a wee bit, the big ones that I've just mentioned, right, problems that you might be facing right now, maybe there's uh, you're sluggish and, and there's low energy, maybe it's really poor quality sleep, it's really disrupted or low quality, uh, your mood and drive is low, right? So maybe you're really just noticing you're waking up and you're really on the wrong side of the bed before you start of the day, or you're not motivated to really get a lot done in that day. But sometimes it's it's more residing in the in the stomach itself so there's uh you know bloating uh, you it's you're gassy you've got an upset tummy and it's really starting to impact you know bowel motions or just starting to feel like things are really uncomfortable or painful maybe there's an inability to shift weight so you're really you're noticing there's real stubborn uh, fat loss or potentially building muscle right? So there's a recovery component that we really need to look into as well and then really addressing how much this impacts hormonal imbalances. So if we're starting to enter menopause or we're starting to uh, see that this is uh, disrupting our mood, our cravings, our sleep quality, and, and certain menopausal symptoms coming through, that certainly has a huge impact here as well. So the reason this is so important, as I mentioned before, today's call is um, you know we keep diving into so many things to be really, really relevant for our clients, really make sure that we are working on the the most cutting-edge stuff for our clients, making sure they're focusing on the right things. And we continue to get pulled back to the gut because it has such a big influence on our body as a whole. Now, to give you a very simple uh, starting point for this, to give you an awareness of what's really going on, is our bodies are 85% bacteria, so it only really leaves 15% human. And although that's you know uh, somewhat joking, it's taking the time to look at uh, we ultimately are a host for trillions of bacteria in our body, both good and bad, and the big thing here is really or what we have control over is the ability to balance that through our lifestyle and nutritional adjustments and if we don't it can really get out of hand and have a significant impact on how we feel because it actually is the large majority of what we've made up of when we dive into the second point here of if our gut is not happy we're not happy Uh, that's not simply just from a a how things function level we are simply not happy right 90 percent a very very large majority of our serotonin is made in our gut and this is one of those key Neurotransmitters that are, are required for feeling happy, right? For having a good mood. Now, not only that, but it also has a significant impact on sleep quality because serotonin is a precursor or a a component of melatonin and required to get deep quality sleep. So not only are you having a bad day, you're going to have a bad night and you're going to have another bad day tomorrow (laughs) if you don't take the time to look after your gut. Uh, And then lastly, we had a couple of questions inside the group here. It really, really has a big influence on uh, overall energy metabolism, glucose metabolism, appetite, and of course, fat storage. So the correlation between having a healthy gut and being able to drop body fat is really, really closely correlated not to mention just feeling great on a day-to-day basis and those two things that we really want to make sure we go through okay so hopefully that sounds important hopefully that sounds like something to go through now this is a really really simple image that uh mandy uh brought up for us uh in one of our client trainings a little while ago And I think it was a really, really good analogy. So I've used it here. If you're listening to this on podcast as opposed to video, it's simply an image of a, uh, a boy with a very simple illustration of the digestive tract from the stomach right through the the uh, from the esophagus to the stomach to the to the large and small intestine etc the big part here is realizing that this simple drawing gives you a very very clear outline of this wall or this protective layer in a way to the outside world and that if we're consuming food it's not really truly part of us until it's actually being absorbed into our bloodstream and in order for us to do that is we need to make sure that it's broken down in our stomach and that it is allowed to be released Through that gut lining. Now, if our gut is working the way it should, then that's going to be nice and strong and resilient and only let things through into the bloodstream that really nourish the body and give us good energy and really keep inflammation at bay or doesn't trigger an inflammatory response. Whereas a lot of us, because we're not looking after this, we're having highly processed foods or eating in a stressed state, and a lot of the things that we're about to talk about, we start to notice that this gut lining really isn't working at its best and it's allowing a lot more things through that really shouldn't be there and that's triggering that inflammatory response in the body. It's really causing a cascade of certain stress response on the body that we certainly want to uh, look at if we want to look and feel our best. So what I want to go through today is very simply look at the three mechanisms of digestion, mechanical, chemical, and microbial, to really make sure that what parts of this do you need to take care of, what do you need to understand, and what do you need to change in your day-to-day life, just to keep this really simple and really understand gut, health at a basic level so mechanical digestion first part here is simply chewing and that smooth muscle contraction now the chewing part although it seems really really simple is many of us are not doing it so taking the time to look at how and where we are eating um, i've just had lunch i took the time to intentionally make sure i wasn't eating five minutes before the call <laughs> and rushing it down taking the time to be aware of your state that you're eating in if you've had a highly productive morning or a stressful morning You're likely coming into that meal with quite a heightened stress state or sympathetic arousal. So taking the time to really calm that body down. One of the most beneficial things you can do to improve your meal without changing what is on your plate itself is simply taking three to five deep breaths before you eat. Taking the time to be aware of this state that you're in can have a really, really big impact overall. And this is going to have obviously a big impact on overall the muscle contraction in the body or that that uh, muscle tone in a way both exterior but also internally how our body is really breaking down foods there as well so the mechanical aspect to keep it really really simple the first one here on the chewing state is really a area that we we can control very easily if we are simply aware of how we go through our day and when and how we eat itself so the big one here as i mentioned i've kind of already covered a couple of these but stress uh, turns down blood flow and nerve messages to the smooth muscles and slowing action decreases digestion digestive function to the gut. So what really happens here is we, when we're in a stressed state or we're just a heightened state, right, it doesn't mean that we need to be really, really stressed out. It's simply that we're in a state where we feel heightened, we feel alert, we feel overstimulated. Now, if we're in that state, all of that blood is kind of pulling towards our muscle, ready for that fight or flight, the very evolutionary response or natural response but it's not very natural for us to be in a chronic stress state for a long period of time. So when that's happening, all of the blood's pulled away from the digestive tract because it's not the main priority. So for us to feel like we're getting back in control, we feel like we're digesting food and we're absorbing food properly, that's a really, really key part that many, many people will overlook. And without knowing this, of course you will, right? So really taking the time to look at stress will have a huge impact on that ability to improve digestive function overall that's going to have an impact not just to you uh, feeling like you get more energy off your food but actually digesting things well having a lower inflammatory response actually uh, having regular bowel motions etc it will make a big big difference second one that this is obviously impacted by if there's food allergies coming down then that's going to drastically uh, reduce that gut motility as well and the last one here is a lack of physical activity or too much physical activity as well can both uh, contribute to that gut motility or lack of absorption, lack of breakdown as well. All right. So just overall stress there. Cool. Uh, the second one we look at here is going to be the chemical digestion, right? This is a really, really key part of uh, digestion. And, and as we did in a post earlier in the week, we really talked about uh, a component of removing food groups that are inflammatory or that you're noticing are you're sensitive to, or even as we've written in the initial one here, allergic to will obviously have significant impact. But when we actually look a bit deeper, we want to address what is actually going on and what is our body really not got enough of, right? An example we use many, a lot of the time is if we've had clients, you know, popping down Gaviscon or some level of stomach acid blockers, A lot of the time we feel that it's because we've got too much stomach acid, right? But the problem is, is as we tend to get older or if we're not looking after our gut, it's usually that we have a lack of stomach acid. We're not able to really break down foods well. So one, we need to look at that mechanical digestion of actually chewing, but we need to make sure that we're addressing uh, stomach acid at some degree. So adding some sort of apple cider vinegar with meals can actually be super helpful or simply taking the time to remove water and extra liquids away from meals. So you're allowing a, a, a decent enough strength of acid in your stomach in order to effectively break foods down, makes a really, really big difference. Uh, We've had uh, a significant amount of clients come through with uh, certain bile issues, uh, usually a removal of a gallbladder or, or something along those lines, which is obviously hugely uh, required in being able to secrete bile now what does bile do it's a key component in breaking down fats in our body okay so rather than saying I don't do well on high fats and removing that from our diet it could be something that we really need to address and what is actually not working well from a chemical digestive space hey I hope you're really enjoying this episode uh, I wanted to take a quick second to say please reach out to me on social media some people worry about um, interrupting me or sending me emails but I love to hear how these podcasts and videos are impacting you and and what future content you'd really like to hear. So if you could reach out to me and let me know how this podcast has helped or what you'd like us to dive into, that'd be amazing and we'll make sure that we bring the most relevant content to you moving forward. Also, if you know someone that you think this could really impact and benefit, uh, they could listen to on their morning walk or their commute or when they're in the kitchen, uh, then it'd be amazing if you can tag them in a post or simply share uh, this on Spotify or wherever else you listen with them. It makes a massive difference in making sure that we can serve and help as many people as we can. Uh, All right, let's get back to the episode. Awesome to have you here. So looking at biofunction, looking at adequate enzymes in the stomach to break down proteins and sometimes carbohydrates, looking at that stomach acid to make sure we're really assisting that breakdown effectively alongside our chewing has a really, really big impact. So the biggest takeaway really from this slide is if you have had, for the small majority of people that had, but larger than you'd expect, that gallbladder removed, something to really address is how can we assist it? If we're noticing that meals are really sitting in our gut, Are we addressing our stress state and how we're eating? And if we are no longer falling into the category of well, it must be my blood type, or I can must not be able to eat proteins or whatever else is coming through. How can we actually fix that and saying, let's look at how we can assist that with enzymes or addressing is a systemic acid issue or you know diving down that path to realize that chemical digestion is going to be a huge part of you assisting foods best and really feeling good in that process as well okay so just a couple things there to summarize Uh, low stomach acid is not triggered Uh, is not triggering the digestive enzymes. So if you've got some acid blockers, uh, I which I can never say, uh, stress and zinc deficiency, uh, uh, the last one I didn't mention um, is super important. Uh, Stress, we've mentioned already, nutrient deficiencies, right? And we find, I'd say about 60% of the women we work with at the moment are under eating, right? They're trying to drop body fat and it's not happening because they're not eating enough food right let that sink in you need to be able to fuel change and support change especially if you're going through perimenopause or menopause to make sure you're assisting that body to be effective at dropping body fat rather than just starving that process so what we notice is uh, you know that we're undernourished in proteins there's a lack of b vitamins and there's a lack of zinc those tend to be the three top ones coming through and of course if it's not the gallbladder then looking at that liver congestion as well meaning the bile flow would not be coming through or, or not be as effective as it should be as well right so looking at things like alcohol consumption looking at sometimes overdoing fructose really really high fruit uh, or particularly some sort of other issues coming through that are affecting that liver function has a big big impact right last one here third one is microbial diversity now this one's a huge one right and as we talked about at the start of today is realizing that we have so many trillions of <laughs> microbial species in our body that we are ultimately run by how those bacteria function in our body which can be scary but taking the time to realize you know it gives you such an awareness of you know certain cleaning products that tell you that we're removing 99.9 percent of bacteria we've got to realize that that might not always be a good thing and we've seen this in the space of uh luckily the this the slow reduction and hesitation of antibiotics that for a long period of time were given out far too regularly although a life-saving drug and used in the right scenarios can be you know life-changing or life-saving but really addressing this in a space of, well, if we're using these all the time, we're just blasting out our gut or or the colonics that are coming through or sort of flushing out bacteria. Unless we have a a logical and and strategic strategy to actually start to increase that diversity of gut microbiome or bacteria in our gut, out which is the you know that microbiome is taking the time to look at building that up in the way that is working towards helping us and uh, there was a question in the group earlier this week you know does this impact fat loss and the answer is absolutely yes through a cascade of different things but we've seen this time and time again through the difference between uh, someone who is at a healthy weight versus someone who may be obese there's a drastically big difference in that diversity of gut microbiome of the of the bacteria in the gut that make up that and ultimately the more diversity Overall, generally provided it's, it's uh, in the right balance tends to be really effective in how that body's really working through so if we're eating really refined foods and foreign to the gut in regards to processed foods Um, we're not having a lot of those fibers coming through to really assist in the good bacteria to really have something to feed off and instead we're using more sugars and refined foods for the bad bacteria to feed off then we're really going to notice a dysbiosis and a disruption of gut bacteria or the normal function that really should be happening here so the big ones we really want to look at is uh, as i mentioned the pathogenic bacteria the bad bacteria they really prefer those sugars and and refined carbohydrates where food's easy to come through so if you want to make your gut not so great you want to have more bloating more gas it feel like you've got diarrhea or, or just uh, poor bowel movements you'll typically notice that if you have a higher sugar diet and more refined you'll notice that that really really impacts your guts a lot so the opposite of that is obviously starting to reduce and remove those foods that are causing those issues uh, really really has a big impact um, and you know there's a lot of important and toxic functions that go on here uh, that really will impact not just uh, your energy but obviously brain function immune system nervous system function the rest right so the nervous system one is super interesting because by not fixing your gut not only will you have a lower mood lower energy we also notice you get a lot more stressed out you're not as resilient to that day as well super interesting when that comes through as well so that diversity of nutrients and colors in your diet is a huge part of this and it's why we always talk about improving you know counting colors not calories it can be a really really nice way to look at this as well uh, and of course, if we've got lower chemical digestion, that's going to make a big difference because certain acids and we have certain pHs throughout our gut. That if that is getting out of balance, then it starts overgrowth in certain. It's it starts overgrowth in certain region, and that's where you start to see things like SIBO and things where there's often an overgrowth in areas that it shouldn't really be there. So getting an awareness of the three levels of digestion. The first one we had was your mechanical digestion. Second one was our chemical digestion, and our third one was a microbial diversity uh digestion so to really summarize whoops i've just come back to that screen <laughs> to summarize what we were going through there as a sort of simple list of where we can start is to simply look at what are some of the things that we can really do right this is a lot of information uh, i'm trying to keep this as simple and short as possible but we do want to make sure that we're addressing this in the space of well, where do we start okay so first part i want to look at here is chew your food right it's such a huge one and i, I say this in a way that it's it's ultimately probably the biggest one On this list that i know i need to focus on more or that has had to be a big focus for me now i came from a background where i had about 10 years where i was solely focused on building muscle i was very i was very active so i was having to eat a lot of food and i got lazy right i just needed to get more food in so i noticed that you know as i wanted to focus more on simply fat loss and performance and cognitive focus really just taking the time to be aware of my stress state before diving into a meal, calming down and chewing my food is the biggest thing I've ever done for my gut health. Hands down, right? So really, really good place to start. Second part here is washing down food. Please don't do it. <laughs> and we are a huge proponent of, of hydrating the body more. I think a lot of people are, are well under hydrating. And, and are dehydrated so taking the time to look at bringing that water up if you need a general recommendation and this is obviously a general recommendation but typically looking at 30 mils per kilo of body weight allows you to personalize that to some degree so me at, at 100 kilos I have about three liters of water right and allows me to at least look at it, that as a minimum to get through the day um, the third one here is probably less of a, an action step and more of an observation if you're not having a regular de- uh, uh, bowel motion daily, uh, or at least every second day, if you're not eating a lot of food in that particular time period, um, this is something we really need to address. If you're if you're going too regularly, you know, three, four plus times a day, or if you're skipping two, three days at a time, that's really something that we need to address. And and there's a lot of components there that we need to look at. First one from the soft muscle, as we talked about uh, from the mechanical, uh, is potentially it's that stress. Maybe there's certain sensitivities that we would address first. If it's more the uh, constipation, we're noticing we're not going to the bathroom you know, regularly enough, then we're, then we're really going to start to run into issues with a higher toxic load in the body. It's all going to be all the more harder to drop body fat and improve gut health there as well. So certainly something to look at in, th- in both those cases. And sensitivities are certainly a good place to start. But as we're going through today, going a couple layers deeper really makes a difference. The fourth one here, which is ultimately tied into that one, is if it, if it, it won't get better until you find the root cause. So if you're doing all the things to fix your gut, you're having your, your probiotics and kombuchas and all these things, but you're not actually addressing that dairy is something you're intolerant to, then nothing's going to work, right? So really looking at that and finding some of those root causes can be a nice way to look at. Another way to look at this root cause might be a case of what well, i'm having um, i'm having steak and that feels really stodgy in my stomach well it might not be a case of simply removing steak it might be taking the time to look at that chemical digestion aspect and realizing that one are we chewing our food or two are we uh, doing something to disrupt that acid in our stomach, or the, the digestive enzymes, in order to assist with that breakdown? Okay, antimicrobial foods uh, can certainly help. Taking the time to look at higher fibre, looking at certain things like your kimchi and your your um, sometimes kombuchas, if they're the right ones, can certainly have an impact, and they certainly seem to have a positive impact alongside a good plant based high fiber component of there i'm definitely a big component of of omnivore and making sure there's some meats and proteins and high proteins in your diet overall but from a gut level really looking at that through a higher assistance of those plant foods and whole foods really will have a good impact and then lastly i think a really really good one to look at from more of a supplementation standpoint is things like collagen proteins and bone broth tend to really help and assisting in that rebuilding of gut lining right the glycine and general amino acids that we typically don't get in the right quantities can really Help in uh, assisting in that rebuilding of gut lining, as long as you're taking the time to chew, you're not washing your foods down, and you're making sure you're looking for those food sensitivities. So, hopefully, that gives you gives you a really really simple place to start of the three layers of digestion, uh, and just giving you a really awareness of what's happening with this gut. Where to start, and looking at this through very much a bacterial lens, and one of the core points that we need to really understand to get your body and working and feeling and functioning at its best, uh, because as you can tell, and uh, as we continue to discover and find out with all of our clients, is it's such a key part of looking and feeling your best, so it better be something we're looking after. So i hope that was valuable. Hope that was beneficial. Uh, and if you'd like a uh, download of this to-do list of some key steps that you can take with your gut health in order to improve um, how you look, feel, and function, and understand the gut, then we can send you through that as a very simple PDF as well, as something to work through as well. So just comment "gut health guide" below, and we will make sure to send that through in the next 24 hours. Otherwise, have a fantastic resty week. I hope that was helpful, and we'll talk again very soon. Bye. This episode was brought to you by The Body Reset, world leaders in health and performance coaching. If you love this episode, it'd be a massive help. If you could just share with the one person that you think would benefit, I'd also love to hear from you personally on social media or via email, if I can help you personally. Until next time, remember, long-term change comes from self-compassion, and thanks for tuning in.